wiggles, not the kind that wiggle tea that you drink, not scribble all together in a cottage she calls day. Cherries and tea with Nanny B. What? I'm Nanny B, and my neighbor Jewels will be bringing us a story any minute now. Oh, I do hope that is. Hi, Nanny B. It's your neighbor Jewels with a story. And it is. Come in, dear, please. Have I got a tale for you and a call to action. Are you ready for a story? Oh, yes, please. Okay, then. The Birds, the Bees, the Bugs, and the Fleas. Adapted for radio. Welcome, friends and fleas, to the monthly meeting of the Small Creatures Against Climate Change, said Mrs. Bird. How are we getting on with the campaign? Mrs. Bird was a straight-to-the-point kind of woman. She and the other creatures had been working together for some time, trying to change the world. Have you noticed? Well, I don't blame you. They are very small creatures. Mr. B stood up first. He was so excited. Well, they're starting to listen. We've got coverage all over the press, digital and radio... Those humans are finally realizing, no bees, no business. Mr. B thought his part of the campaign to be the most important, so he usually did stand up first. But with reason to be proud, I mean, bees do keep the food chain going by flitting from flower to flower, spreading pollen everywhere. Why, if it wasn't for them, we'd run out of things to eat like bread and pears, wildflowers to see, and cotton to wear. Those bees really get around. And Mr. Bee, said Mrs. Bird discreetly, you seem to have a little, uh... She did a subtle wiping motion on her leg, as Mr. Bee had once again arrived with pollen on his legs. He took no notice. Probably kept it on as some kind of bragging right. And speaking of bragging... Don't even mention honey. Did I hear someone mention honey? Well, as you may not be aware, honey is not only as sweet as, well, honey. It can mend your wounds, soothe your coughs, and on occasion get rid of those seasonal allergies. Yes, yes, Mr. B, you tell us that every time we get together. Now, uh, how many times have that been now? Oh, well, let me see. When did we first notice climate change? Uh, was it at that All Creatures Great and Small Summit of 1860? No, nah, nah, you're getting confused. This group didn't start our campaign until, like, the year 2000, when the public started to notice, said the bossy Mr. B. But he was right. Oh, yeah, Miss Flea added. But climate change had been a worry for the creatures on the planet for generations. They decided, once people started noticing, that maybe, just maybe, they could be made to notice some more and dream of all dreams, do something about it. Please, please, friends and fleas, could we stay on track? This Zoom has limited minutes, Mrs. Bird told the committee. Well, like I was saying... It's all over the media. Even Greenpeace has a Save the Bees campaign. Oh, oh, and did you see me on the box of Cheerios? Totally my idea. 
bring back the bees, they said, and you can get a box of sunflower seeds. Oh, I do love me some sunflower flitting. Mr. Bee, said Mrs. Bird, warning him to stay on topic. There are bee petitions, bee competitions, people setting up beehives, politicians ruling for bees' lives against pesticides. Important people say, and I'm talking professors and such, that if you want to know how healthy the planet is, check out the bees. Thank you, Mr. Bee, and well done. Uh, who would like to speak up next? Mr. Bug and Miss Flea are too polite to push in front, so Mrs. Bird stepped in and just asks. Mr. Bug, you haven't said much today. How are things going with your part of the campaign? Now, the bug community don't have the celebrity status of the bees, but that actually gives them access to all different avenues. They can sneak into board meetings, political debates, without anyone noticing. Except for the very alert people who use the phrase to put a bug in someone's ear. They basically mean to plant an idea in their head. And, oh, buddy, these bugs were good at that. Why, um, uh, thank you, Mrs. Bird, and distinguished members of the Small Creatures Against Climate Change Committee. Um, we've been planting ideas across the globe. In California, we've got a Grow Local campaign, and in the UK, the Little Red Tractor symbol, so people can reduce food miles and stop polluting the planet. Excellent work, Mr. Bug. How about you, Miss Flea? Mrs. Bird redirected to Miss Flea. Uh, me? Oh, yes. The fleas have been taking a more aggressive approach. And as they say, putting a flea in their ear. In whose ear, you might ask? She looked around. Nobody asked. So she carried on. In politicians' ears, governments around the world... We give them a telling off for their approach to saving the planet. But I'm sorry to report, they are still not counting food miles. Any miles, actually. They think saying they care is enough, but they need to count the total cost. We are fighting for them to start labeling food and clothes and anything people buy with the real cost to the environment. Oh, and I have no idea what to do about how they make earth-saving rules for making things in one country, but then let companies just start making them in another country where there are no rules. You'd think politicians don't realize it's all one planet. Most worrying, Mrs. Bird replied. What shall we do next? The entire committee... Even chatty Mr. B just sat there. It looked to Mrs. Bird that Zoom had frozen. Are you still there? She asked. They moved enough to reassure her. You know, I've seen a lot of this world we live on, and one thing I've discovered is that the smallest in society can bring about the biggest change. Perhaps we should turn the next phase of our campaign over to the children. This got the committee buzzing, bees and otherwise. 
they could make posters and letters to send to large companies and politicians saying, we can count, why don't you count the total cost? Yes, yes, and they could ask their parents at home to buy local and reduce polluting food miles, an excited Mr. Bug added. What if all the children rose up, even the smallest ones? They could really change the world and save us all. At that, the Zoom call cut them off. But it was such a perfect message to end on, they didn't mind. The end. Oh, thank you, Jules. You know, I, I am more of an artsy, adventurous type, but even I can count. Why do they ignore the real cost and pretend that we won't notice? Probably because we haven't shouted loud enough yet. So there you have it, listening friends. This planet is the only one we have, and you are the future. Shout until they cannot ignore you. Splendid plan, Nanny Bee. We have two more stories before you head off on tour, and you can find more details on our website. Go to nannybee.com. Go there to find out about all our episodes. Then join us next week for more Tales and Tea. Go on and leave a message for Nanny Bee, and you might be on the show. This has been a Tony Hall production for nannybee.com.